I think I owe Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors an apology because before the season, I said on multiple occasions that I didn't like what they did in the offseason, how they didn't really make any substantial changes to their roster. I didn't think that they did the, the things necessary to come into the season and try and you know build a winning team. I didn't think that they did that. They missed the postseason last season. And I felt like they were banking too much on Klay Thompson coming back and still being Klay Thompson, which is a big thing to ask of somebody that hasn't played basketball in two years. And I was completely wrong. And the thing about having this platform, you got to take your doves, but you also got to take your ills and you got to own your ills. So I'm owning my ill because the Warriors are 9-1 right now. And they look amazing. And that's with Steph Curry just now really looking like Steph Curry. Last night dropping a 50 ball. He hasn't really been amazing this season. And they've still been winning games, which is the craziest thing. And it's a scary thing. This Warriors team are legit contenders, man. I, I, I'm going to say that right now. They're legit contenders, not just because they're 9-1. But it looks like Warriors basketball. Last season did not look like Golden State Warriors basketball. This season it looks like that. And it seems like they got guys that fit what they do best. Guys that know the system. Guys that work well in the system. And also some guys stepping up, coming out of nowhere. And it's it's scary that they don't have James Wiseman back. And they also have not played Klay Thompson yet this season. So who knows how good this team can really be. Who knows how they can really be. Let's talk about the game last night because Steph Curry had an explosion. He had an explosion. I believe he had like 18 in the third quarter alone. Finished the game with 50 points. And there was just nothing that the Hawks could do to stop him from getting from getting buckets, man. I mean, they were playing as good as defense as you can. If you go back and just rewatch, you know, Steph Curry highlights and you know when it whenever his possessions were when he took shots, you can see that the Hawks were doing the best job that they could defensively on Steph Curry. A lot of the switches, like Kevin Herter would get switched onto him and Kevin Herter was playing amazing defense. It's just when Steph gets locked in, he he can hit from anywhere in the court. Doesn't matter if you you know throw doubles at him, he, he's gonna hit crazy shots. That's just how Steph Curry is. And last night was probably the first time this season that he really looked super locked in. Uh, he's he's had a couple other good games, but I mean, if you look at his counting numbers, they were good, but they weren't great. I mean, we're used to last season when he was you know dropping thirties every single night. He was averaging over thirty points a game. This season, he hasn't had to do that because the Warriors are just a better team this season. Jordan Poole has been amazing. He's been amazing. MIP candidate for sure. He's been great. He's led this team in scoring on a few occasions so far this season. Wiggins has been cool. They're not asking Wiggins to do too much. I feel like they were asking Wiggins to do a lot last season. He doesn't have to do too much this season, which is good. He can focus on the defensive side of the ball, play within the system, take his shots when they come, which is great. Draymond Green has been playing really good basketball. He's been a little more aggressive offensively, too, which I really like to see from Draymond. I believe going into last night, he was actually shooting the three ball better than Steph Curry was this season, which is a crazy stat. Which is a crazy thing because Draymond hasn't been a competent three-point shooter in like five years. He has not shot the three-ball well really in like five seasons. He's been a lot better off offensively this season. He's averaging like eight points a game, but he's had games where he's really stepped up, been aggressive, and I like seeing that from Draymond Green. A uh, good sign, I think, you know, that he can, you know, have those nights where he's, you know, not a dud on the offensive side of the ball when it comes to scoring the ball. We know the impact he brings on the defensive side, which is still there, still super elite, and this Warriors team. They're doing a great job. Yeah, Draymond is shooting. Now it's down to 33% on the season. Not it's not a, it's not even amazing, but like that's cool. That's cool. He's hitting one out of every three that he takes. So that's cool for Draymond right now. And then there's other guys, man, that have just been really good for this team this season. Um, the one guy that really sticks out to me when I watch them play 
is Gary Payton II. Every time I watch him play, he makes impactful plays every single time. And I didn't even think about it, but that's probably why they were so comfortable with letting Avery Bradley go. Because we all looked at that like, what, what in the world are the Warriors doing letting Avery Bradley go? A veteran who could probably fit into the system very well. Excellent defender. They like Gary Payne a lot. Gary Payne has kind of been, you know, tossed around the league a little bit between the G League and the NBA. I believe he's been with the Warriors before. He's been with a couple teams before. But now he has found, it looks like a solidified role in this team. Being a scrappy defensive guy. Being a good role man to the bucket. Getting offensive rebounds. Uh, defense is off the charts. He's played amazing basketball for this team so far this season. I love what the Warriors are doing. And I feel very... Um, I feel kind of dumb for for sleeping on this team before the season, man. But I think we were. I think a lot of basketball fans were kind of caught up in them having two lottery picks, um, having you know contracts that they could you know package with these lottery picks to try and go get a superstar. But the superstars weren't available, so what they had to do was take the draft the guys that you want, and then sign guys that fit your system. Otto Porter has looked very good for this team, you know, at times this season. Which we did say in the off season that if Otto Porter can be like 60 to 70% of what he was in Washington. That's a W for this team. Forgot about Damian Lee. He's been excellent for this team this season. I believe he stepped up to like 13 or 14 points per game. He's been really good for this team so far this season. And, you know, they're just not getting like, you know, Damian, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Jonathan Kaminga back, Moses Moody. Those guys aren't even really touching the floor because this Warriors rotation that they play are so well. They play so well together. Um, also, Andre Iguodala. He may have, he didn't really look that good the last couple of seasons, man. It looks like he was aging really bad. He comes to Golden State, now he's playing competent basketball again. I think a few nights ago off the bench, he had like 9, 10 assists. So, guys just know this Warriors system. They fit in like a glove. And it's, it's good because Steph Curry last season, he would have to have big games every night for this team to be competitive and win games. If he wasn't scoring big games, you know, 35, 40 points, this team was, they were struggling to win games. They were struggling to win games. This season, Steph, going into last night, he was averaging like 25 points per game. That definitely jumped up after scoring 50. But he hasn't had to have great games this season in order for this team to win games. Jordan Poole has been the leader sometimes, offensively speaking, scoring a lot. Uh, some nights, you might get a Wiggins nice game. Or, you know, I think opening night, like, Nemanja Bielitsa had a big game off the bench. Like, it's different guys every night that contribute to this Warriors team. And that's... It reminds me so much of just their like first championship team. The strength in numbers, they had a lot of guys that can come in, play the role, you know, be the guy on some nights. Be the guy on some nights. And even like their arena now, it feels like the Warriors. It feels like the Warriors, like, for the last couple, when they moved, first moved to the Chase Center, I'm like, man, this don't feel like the same Warriors, bro. Like, Oracle was different. Oracle was different. Now it's starting to feel like it's got that Oracle vibe to it. And they got guys that, you know, playing selfish basketball, guys that fit in. And it's going to be scary if Klay Thompson comes back, which I, I'm hopeful that he will come back and still be Klay Thompson. I'm very hopeful of that. And it's, it's going to be scary, man. And even James Wiseman, if James Wiseman can, you know, develop, continue to develop, which this Warriors team have been doing well with young guys. Jordan Poole's been able to develop. i like to see if James Wiseman comes in, develops a little more this season, and can be a viable piece of this team. Look. I'm going to just, this team right now, 9-1, best team in the league. Beat the hell out of the Hawks last night. A Hawks team that's been kind of underwhelming so far this season. But, man, they, they've looked good, and they haven't had a cakewalk schedule so far this season. Their one loss was an overtime loss. A game where Steph Curry did not score in the fourth quarter overtime. 
So they could realistically be 10 and 0 right now if Steph Curry didn't have a bad fourth quarter in OT against the Memphis Grizzlies. They could legit be 10 and 0 right now, which is kind of it's scary. It's scary, man. I'm gonna say that it's scary for this team. And yeah, I had to get my apologies out because the Warriors have been amazing so far this season. Definitely a team to watch. Can't wait to see them get fully healthy, have their full roster out there. And quickly, we'll go through some of the other games from last night. Um, I want to start. I didn't really watch too much of the Knicks and the 76ers. When I was watching, the Knicks were, you know, dominating the Sixers. Philly was able to bounce back, um, but they ended up losing by seven. They're without a lot of their guys right now, so it's going to be a tough stretch of games until, you know, at least Tobias Harris gets back. It's going to be a tough stretch of games. And be set to miss the next 10 days due to uh, COVID protocol. So hopefully they get back healthy soon. The game that I was really tuned into was the Bulls and the Nets. Ended up being a 23-point win for the Bulls. It was a lot closer than that, but the Bulls went on a run in the fourth quarter. And shout-out to the Bulls. I'm going to say that. Shout-out to them because they played. They just played like they wanted this game more. The Nets were on the second night of a back-to-back. -back, and it seemed like it got to them by the time the fourth quarter came around. The guys really looked gassed, and the Bulls took full advantage of that. I um, love what I'm seeing from DeMar DeRozan. Seemed like him and Zach Levine didn't miss a shot last night. That's what it felt like. At least in the mid-range area, it felt like those guys were automatic. They had a great night. I can't believe they said Zach Levine was shooting like, I'm sorry, DeMar DeRozan shooting like 40% of mid-range shots. I'm like, there's no way. It's got to be higher than that, but it's like around 40%. They said KD shooting like 60% on midis, so that's kind of crazy. KD had the most quiet 38 points I've ever seen. It was just efficient, effective buckets, but they ended up losing by 23. The Bulls had this lineup in the beginning of the fourth quarter. It was DeMar DeRozan, Derrick Jones Jr., Tony Bradley, I believe Alex Caruso, and Ayo DeSumo to the rookie second-round pick. And that lineup killed the Nets. That lineup killed the Nets. They were scrappy on the defensive side of the ball. They were up and down the floor, running on fast breaks. DeSumo had a great game off the bench. I believe he had like 11 and 7 boards off the bench. The Bulls get they get a lot of production from kind of unsung guys. This is like the third time this season I've watched a game, and the Sumo's been a big key for them off the bench. Or you know a Javante Green game or Alex Caruso game. They get got they get great production from guys outside of their main options, and that's with Vucevic playing like trash to start the season. Like Vucevic, it seems like there's really just a lid on the bucket. Like he's missing easy shots that an all-star caliber player like himself usually makes. So if he gets tapped in soon, it's it's going to be a big plus for the Bulls because he's missing some easy makes right now. Um, but he did hit some big shots last night that helped open up the floodgates. Shout out to him. The Minnesota Timberwolves, I'm going I'm to keep this brief. I'm going to keep this brief. They, they keep disappointing me, man. They keep disappointing me. I want to see this team succeed so bad, but they just find ways, to, find ways to blow games. They were up double digits in the fourth quarter, late in the fourth quarter last night. Ended up, I think Memphis went on a 15-2 run. And then Cat hit a prayer to send the game to overtime, and then overtime they just fell flat, resorted to isolation basketball. Got questions about the team, got questions about the head coaching, because down the stretch, one of your jobs as coaches is to make sure players are in the best positions to make plays. And there was an out-of-bounds play. They didn't have any timeouts, but you should have out of you should have sets ready just in case you don't have timeouts. This is shit that you should go over. And it was so discombobulated that they had D'Angelo Russell was the only player aware that the ball was trying to be inbounded. Everybody else was just kind of sitting in the corner like, what are y'all doing? That's coaching in my opinion. That's coaching right there. Um, shout out to John Moran. He kind of went ballistic. Had some big plays in the fourth quarter. And Brandon Clark was big in the overtime period for sure. Um, 
the Pelicans lose another game. The Mavericks, somehow the Mavericks are 7-3 and they haven't looked that good, which is the craziest thing to start the season. The Pelicans are 1-10. I'm, I'm going I'm to skip over the Pelicans because that's, I, that's something for a whole nother, whole nother video, bro. They're, they're bad. The Nuggets beat up on the Heat. I did not watch this game, but everybody knows about the situation at the end of the game. Um, Jokic getting fouled hard by Markeith Morris, and then Jokic shoulder-checking Markeith Morris. Markeith Morris, I think, left on the stretcher, and the teams were beefing, and then the Miami Heat players were waiting outside of the locker room for the Nuggets players. It was a whole crazy situation. Um, I think both players are kind of in the wrong in that situation. Morris, 17-point game. Why are you fouling Jokic like that? You didn't even make a play on the ball. And Jokic, don't shoulder check the man, bro. Don't shoulder check the man, bro. Yeah, and now you might get suspended. You're too valuable of a player for you to miss, you know, possibly multiple games due to something petty like that. Um, the Suns, the Kings, the Suns were blowing the doors off the Kings and the Kings. Found a way to fight back. I, the Kings are five and six. They're not great, but I like what I've seen from them. They're showing fight. They're playing good basketball. Harrison Barnes has been killing. Phoenix got a big game from Cameron Payne off the bench, which they needed. The book was cool. Chris Paul was okay. A game that is a, a good win. The Suns, I think they're on like a four-game win streak now, so they're playing very good basketball. Last game of the night went to overtime. Lakers beat the Hornets by three. The Lakers had this game pretty much wrapped up. We're up like 14 points in the fourth quarter. The Hornets couldn't get anything going, similar to what they did the other night in Staples against the Clippers. And then they fought back. Miles Bridges hit big shots. Terry Rozier hit big shots. And they just couldn't they just couldn't finish the job, man. They just couldn't finish the job. Um kind of fizzled out in overtime, had a chance to tie that, you know, at the end. Couldn't get it done, but the Hornets struggling lately to, you know, win these close games. The Lakers, big game from A D, big game from Melo. The team looked best when Rondo was running the show. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. The team looked best when Rajon Rondo was running the show. You could tell he has chemistry with the right with the White Howard. You tell he has chemistry with Anthony Davis, and shit. Even with Carmelo Anthony too, they were playing excellent when Rondo was on the court. He got ejected for a flagrant two foul on Terry Rozier, but team was playing a lot better when Rondo was running the show. That's all I'm gonna say right now. That's all I'm gonna say. Westbrook made some big plays down the stretch, but he also turned them all over a lot in the fourth quarter and overtime. So got to live. You got to live by the sword and die by the sword with Russell Westbrook, man. So. I'm sure he's gonna figure it out at some point. It's just it's tough. It's tough to kind of for him to adjust to being you know not the main focal point anymore. It might be a little tough for a player like him that's so used to you know over the last five years being kind of that guy. It's a little bit of an adjustment period. So he said himself, the last few seasons have been all about him adjusting to new situations. So he's a he's a great player. He's been a great player for years. I'm sure he'll find a way to figure it out at some point. But right now, it's just not looking great. But the Lakers were able to get that win last night, which was a big one because they look they look pretty bad in Portland the other night. So big win for the Lakers, and that's the games from Monday night. Mainly wanted to focus on the Warriors. Video dedicated to them for playing great basketball. Um, if y'all enjoy, be sure to leave a like, subscribe if you're new, man. It helps out the channel a lot. Trying to reach new heights, new places, and I can't do that unless y'all leave likes and subscribes. And all that good stuff. Share the video if you want. I appreciate everything that y'all do. And I'm out. Peace.